Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, the first strike. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. All right, so I keep saying Daily Fuel. I actually mean to say Daily Fire. I've done so many Daily Fuels that I, I say Daily Fuel at times, but I actually mean Daily Fire because the Daily Fuel is, well, it's a deeper dive game inside of that, and it's something you got to invest in financially. So if you'd like to access Daily Fuel for this particular Daily Fire, as well as the rest of amazing training with that, well, continue on to the Daily Game. You'll learn more about that at the end of today's show. Let's get into our story for today, though, and our conversation. So I got out this morning. Of, uh, the last two mornings have been Dawn Patrol, right when the sun is bare, like there's barely enough light, we're hitting the water. Surfing. And um, one of the things that's crazy about doing that is that the way the water and the swell works early in the morning, the waves are actually better. Like, they're better. So we're out there at 6.15, 6.30, 6.15, 6.30 in the morning, and we're catching waves, me and my buddy Todd Snyder, and we're catching waves and there's nobody there. And the waves are beautiful, they're perfect, they're amazing, we're having a blast, we're like repping, we like literally got surfed out today. Like today was the first time we've gotten surfed out in a very long time, two hours, and we were surfed the fuck out. We were like done, we're like, oh shit, I gotta, we gotta go in. But as we were coming out of the water and we're getting done in our session today, the waves are starting to go down, just starting to die down. Like there's just, they're there, but they're in more, less consistent. There's not as many sets rolling in. The water's calming down. Things are moving to more shore break. Like things literally are just slowing down. And the crazy part about that is, is about 30 minutes before we got out of the water is when everybody started showing up. Now it's a weekend. It's a weekend. So people tend to sleep in and they go out and they catch, they go out and serve. They're still going to catch waves. Still going to be waves all day long, but they went out late and they missed the early experience. And the early experience was more waves, less people, more fun. More waves, less people, more fun. More waves, less people, more fun. And this is a pattern inside of not just surfing, but inside of life, which is the person who gets up and strikes first. The individual who has the courage to jump in first. The individual who has the tenacity to strike and to take the action required first has the opportunity to experience something that the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh person doesn't. These individuals are left with a very different experience than the initial strike. And in surfing, it's simple, and sometimes that can change. But in life, here has been my experience and the principle of the day. The man who jumps first wins. The man who jumps first wins. And we put the man or woman who jumps first wins. Inside the game of business, for example, there were very few people in the country or in the globe training on masculinity before we did Wake Up Warrior. There were people that talked about it. There were men movements and things that happened, but nobody had actually monetized and built an actual mastermind, brotherhood, global impact, 1,000 to 1,500 man events where this was not a free thing. It was not a church thing. It was not a kumbaya thing. It was like business training blended with it. And New York Post back in 2016 declared this game that we had become the founders of the industry of masculinity. Now, there's a ton of people who are doing things now inside of this space, which is great and wonderful. We encourage them to do all the best they can. But inside of that, we were one of the first to strike. It was new in the game. In conversation with me and my wife, we tend to have situations where things in the past would build up, build up, build up. And the person who had the courage to strike first, meaning to tell the truth and to have a conversation and to collide, would win. And I don't mean win in the sense of beat the other person, but ultimately had the relief that came from being the first one to have the conversation, the first one to tell the truth, the first one to engage. 
And while we look at business from this one angle, the thing I really want you to focus on today is around relationships. So when I say the man who strikes first wins or the woman who strikes first wins, what I'm really referencing is your capacity to actually engage with other people in communication and conversation. The ability to connect and be the first one to hand all a branch over or be the first one to bring the fire. To not sit back in a reactionary place inside a relationship, but actually be the first one to engage the fire of that relationship. So here's my question for you. This morning, I got out and hit the waves early and we benefited from it. In conversation with my wife and with other people, I benefit from being first too. Where in your world across body being balanced in business, do you know that there is a relationship or there is a situation where you must strike first? You must actually engage first. You're not doing it. You continue to not strike first. You continue to wait until late in the day. And although you're getting things done, it's putting you in a detrimental place. Where's that area at? Across body being balanced, business, the core four. Do you find yourself in a place where you are not striking first? You continue to react and sit back. Second piece is this, is what is the cost for you in doing that? Pull out your war map and your weapon, a good journey, your pen, and write those two areas, that area down and then answer that question. Here's the area and here's what the cost is for me. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's daily fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the daily fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next daily fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends. So, uh, we're continuing down the surfing tales. The surfing, we've gone from vomiting whoppers. We've talked about surfing. We've talked about boards. We've talked about life and birds and ducks and all kinds of paddling shenanigans that have gone on with our parables. But this parable today is specifically about the Dom Patrol of getting out on the water early, six o'clock, 545, before everybody else get out on the water. And our, our principle of the day is the man who jumps first wins. And specifically around a quote from this Daily Fire, which is the individual who has the tenacity to strike and take action, action required first, has the opportunity to experience something those who follow do not. This first strike principle we're going to haul into our General's Tent conversation. We're going to have a little talk with General George G. S. Patton. Here's a quote. The time to take counsel of your fears is before you make an important battle decision. That's the time to listen to every fear you can imagine. When you've collected all the facts and fears and made your decision, turn off your fears and go ahead. Isn't that interesting? Like we're in chapter 38, page 450 here in the warrior book, The General's Tent. And of course, it's appropriate that we have our quote coming from a general inside of World War II, General George S. Patton. They've done a lot of movies about this guy. But, you know, this quote itself has like an interesting connection to the man who jumps first wins. The time to take counsel of your fears is before you make an important battle decision. That's the time to listen to every fear you can imagine. When you've collected all the facts and fears and made your decision, turn off your fears and go ahead. 
It's not, it's not interesting. It's like a blend between the two. It's like it's not saying don't have fears. It's not saying don't don't consider your fears. It's not saying don't have counsel with your fears. It's saying consider the facts, consider your fears, and inside of those two considerations, here are my facts, here are my fears. Inside of those two considerations, we do the most important piece, which is what? We make a decision to go. And we say, I'm going, I'm doing this thing, this thing over here, I'm doing this. This is happening. This is not negotiable. This is happening. Three, two, one, off I go. Now, being able to make these kind of decisions and being able to be the man who jumps first or being the first strike inside of life, not just in the early Dawn Patrol of surfing, comes down to ultimately getting clear in the following, which is the general's tent. So we're going to dive into page 450. We're going to start at verse one. Inside of chapter 38 with the general's tent. One, you as a man need specific time that you must take in order to assess how the war is going. The general's tent is where the greatest decisions are made in execution, about skirmishes and battles, as well as where to allocate troops and resources. Two, across the board, in every major war that's ever been won or lost, the decisions that impacted that war were not what was happening in the trench. It was the decisions being handed down to execute on the battlefield by the generals in the tents. Three, so what goes on to the tent? Strategizing, automating, understanding, learning, course correcting, evaluating, expanding, and setting your targets and visions. The general's perspective gives you the ability to succeed in the trench warfare you face on a daily basis within core four. In the trench war, you are in the trench war, you are with key four. That gives you the ability to pull yourself out once a week from the trenches into a place of the general's tent without leaving no man's land. There is no true Growth. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull aside on this and and freestyle this for a second, okay? So look at what's happening. So two two like radical things to consider here. No, number one, most individuals that you know and you included have spent little to no focus in your life actually getting focused on what you're gonna do. Okay, like there's been almost no focus, like no focus on what I'm going to do 90 days from now for my impossible game target. There's been almost no focus on what am I going to do um, over the next 30 days. There's been no focus about what is my major win or big commitments for the next seven days. There's been almost no focus or no commitment to what is my major win over the next seven days. What's my major win today? Like most individuals you meet Literally, like, think about this. Like, think about your own life. How did you even get where you are? Like, did you just kind of default into the day and make life happen? Now, I get that no matter how much you plan, and I get that no matter how much you prepare, and I get that no matter how much that you do these things, here is a reality inside the game, which is life itself is complicated as shit, and most of the time life itself delivers up what is the exact opposite of what you think your plan is. Here's my plan, and then life happens, right? Life's happening to your plans all the time. Life's happening to our plans all the time. So watch what happens here. So you get clear, you set up the fact map, and you say, here's where I am today, and here is what I'm committed to doing today, right? Here's where I'm at. Second thing I say is, here's where I'm going to go. Over the next 90 days inside of this game, I'm committing to go to these targets in body, being, balanced, and business. Great. Great. You're already ahead of like 90% of the world. The next piece, though, that comes into play is saying, okay, well, I have this 30-day benchmark and this 60-day benchmark between where I am today and this 90-day outcome. Okay. 
Then we say, okay, well, when am I going to be reviewing my work? We've talked about the daily work of Core 4. We've talked about the daily work of the stack. We've talked about the weekly work of the one door four keys. But the general's tent, <sighs> arguably the most single most important pause moment of your entire week. See, your general's tent is what allows you to do several very important things. One, it allows you to return and report. Two, it allows you to learn from what you have done. Three, it allows you to course correct behaviors and patterns. And four, it allows you to set new targets and new commitments. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go back into this. I'm gonna jump back into the book, and we're gonna have a. We're gonna go back in a little bit. Iron Man here. We're gonna go to page four fifty one, verse seven. Another Iron Man experience and another race was on a bike portion. One of the guys inside the lead pack got off path. He didn't make a turn, and we all continued to follow him. So the entire pack rode twenty miles in the wrong direction. We did it fast though. After hours of group riding, we couldn't drop back on each other and ride like normal cycling team. After riding hard for at 21 miles off, we were found, course corrected, and turned. That was a horrible day. I started out super pumped on the bike, but I can't tell you how depressing it is to get 21 miles down the road going the wrong fucking direction because you didn't recognize you missed the turn. Verse eight, one reason we have the general's tennis so we don't get off course, we need to be able to come, become the surf on the paddleboard, smacking the water of life, letting us know we're off course. We need to be the ranger who is out on the course that says, hey, listen, you missed the turn, but you missed the turn about 400 meters ago, not 20 plus miles ago, you need to turn around. So like this was a le- this was a legit experience. Like there was no getting away from this. Like we, we literally went 20 miles off course. It sounds ridiculous. But we did. Like an entire group of 20 cyclists disappeared off the course. For some reason, one the lead person and we weren't paying attention. We I would do, I wasn't the lead person. I was like probably halfway to three quarters of the way back in the pack. And we're just like riding, 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 just following, 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 and heads down, and you're in your time, time, time trial bike, and you're aerodynamic, and you're doing the thing you can't drive. And next thing you know, you're like, oh, what, dude, why does it feel like I'm going the wrong way? I had this happen one time years ago. It was about 12 to 14 years ago. I was driving with a friend, leaving Las Vegas, trying to get back to Salt Lake City, Utah, and ended up in Bakersfield, California. I mean, I, if you look at this on a geographic map, go look on a map. Look at Las Vegas, Nevada. Look at Salt Lake City, Utah. And then look at uh, Bakersfield, California. Okay, these are not even in close in the same direction. Well, back in the day, this was like 14 years ago, no GPS with my cell phone. There's no social media. Like there's no Wi-Fi access for my cell phone at all. We printed off MapQuest maps. And me and my friend were talking and we weren't paying attention We literally do not even recognize that we are in the wrong state until we pull into Bakersfield, California. I'm like, Bakersfield? It's like, what the hell? Then all of a sudden, my friend Alex and I recognize we have literally gone the wrong direction. I don't even know how many miles, like 90 miles. So the, the, the big challenge is being able to set targets. The next big challenge, though, is being able to frequently course correct behavior. Frequently course correct behavior. 
right? The general stand is a time for you to sit down and to course correct what? Well, first thing we're going to look at is what happened with your core forward. What's your score? Out of 28, what was your score? Inside of those scores, inside your core four, where were your our areas of power and where were your areas of weakness? Where were they? Right, like, did you have a huge solid week of, of sevens, or excuse me, seven points with your body? Right, and you totally smashed that. There was no problem. You know, you got a four every single day, but you got one with body, two with body, three, four, five, six, seven. Every single day you smash your body. Every single day you smashed balance. Every single day you smashed business, but you come back and you look and you're like, dude, I didn't get a 28. I got a 21. And you're like, well, how did you get a 21? You're like, I didn't do shit for being. I didn't meditate and I had no memoirs. Okay, well, this is a chance to course correct inside the general sense. We look at our core four. We study our core four. Stacks. Every single day you get a stack and you have a revelation from that stack. Which means the general sense is an opportunity for you to sit back and to review what? To review your stacks. Here's what's going on with my stacks. Here's what I'm seeing inside my stack world. All right, here's what I'm learning. Here are the patterns. Here are the course corrections I'm seeing. Here are the decisions I've made up to this point. Here's the results that I've produced myself because I've done that. Like there's just this ability to see things and to create things in a way that you wouldn't have anticipated before. Like the stack review every single week is life altering. Okay, what's the third thing I'm going to do? Well, inside of that, I'm going to review also my one door, my four keys. I'm also going to review, did I get, am I on track to my targets? Yes or no. I'm then going to learn from all of these things in a specific format. Then I'm going to course correct if I'm off track. And then I'm going to set my new targets for where I know I need to go for the next seven days to either get back on track or to stay on track and accelerate my results towards my 90-day challenge outcomes. So this is not rocket science. The general's tent is simply an opportunity for you to assess and course correct your life. Let's come back here to page 453. We're going to read this in page 15. Or verse 15, we assess and course correct or maintain, but the general sense also allows us to have gratitude. Part of the process that guys struggle with is they grow so fast here. You enter the warrior time warp and life moves so quickly, it becomes difficult to actually appreciate how fast you've grown. Every single week inside the general sense, we're going to be grateful. We're going to appreciate our path and what we've gone through in the previous week. We're going to go through the work that we have done and say, dude, holy shit, I'm moving. Like, I'm adjusting. This is beautiful. This is wonderful. 16. We will self-sabotage ourselves if we don't acknowledge everything we've actually done. I promise you, inside this game, weeks are going to collapse and feel like months. Days are going to feel like weeks. And what starts to happen is that you love playing the game so much because every day is so rich and so full, it becomes difficult to pull back the reins. 17, the second piece with gratitude is it gives us perspective. Without gratitude, we lose vision. Without appreciation, we lose aspiration. We have to have these inside our world and the general scent to give us a chance to use those two, those two things in a powerful way. So the general scent is not just about not just about returning and reporting. It's not just about lessons learned. It's not just about course correcting. It's not just about new targets. Okay, It's really about a time to sit back and say, ah, Worked my ass off for the week. Where am I at? Did I move forward? Did I move backwards? Did I move sideways? Did I move towards my bigger vision of myself? If I did, great. What did I do? What did I learn from that? How did I grow? Okay, cool. And if I didn't, what do I need to do course correct? What do I need to change? What do I need to adjust? 
How do we need to alter things? Let's come into our points to ponder here from the General Sin, chapter 38. Point number one, strategizing, automating, understanding, learning, course correcting, evaluating, expanding, and setting your targets and visions occur inside the General Sin. This gives you the ability to succeed in the trench warfare you face on a daily basis within the core four. Point two, like the life lessons Gary shared from his Ironman experience of getting off course, the general sim provides the access to the tools necessary to course correct when needed. Point three, we have to be able to look at what's going on frequently so that we can make the micro adjustments to the game through measurements, assessments, and reviews. This allows us to see what we've been able to accomplish, giving us perspective that having it all is attainable. Point number four, the general sin is non-negotiable, and the only thing that may help you not lose your mind, glued, gluing everything in the, in the black box together. Man, this we, that originally was from 2015. We've only made like a shitload of adjustments to this thing since that time. That was three years ago. First three years ago, we published this for the first time. All right, my friends, that's all I got for you today. Again, inside of this entire lesson that we're tying back from inside of the general's tent, right, is simply coming down to the first strike. And your best strike comes out of the general's tent. The only way you become the first strike king is if you've done the work inside the general's tent to put your fears and the facts in play and let them both go to bed as you go dominate your day. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.